This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacey Risley. Hello, Atlanta. Welcome to episode number 10 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, North Atlanta. Today, we have Good Neighbor Jason Eagle with Eagle Wealth Consulting. Hi, Jason. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Well, we're going to jump right in and you can start by telling us a little bit about your business. Tell us about Eagle Wealth Consulting. Sure. Yeah. So um, I started Eagle Wealth Consulting as a, an independent firm after I was you know, working in the financial industry for about 11 years. And I really wanted to be able to spend more time with clients and go a little deeper. Um, and so I was able to find that in the independent space. But my practice is helping individuals to take their resources and understand where they want to get to and essentially drawing a roadmap of what does that look like. My specialty is helping people retire because that's generally the biggest decision, uh, but essentially answering questions like, how much can I spend uh, every, you know, every year, every month, um, and essentially making sure that they can live the life that they imagined when they're in retirement. I love that even in the title of your business, you know, the name of your business, it's Eagle Wealth Consulting. You know, that does just just that indicates that that consultative approach and developing that roadmap that you mentioned. So uh, I, that that fits well. <laughs> well, tell it's, let's backtrack a little bit and tell our listeners about your journey. How did what the what led you to to start Eagle Wealth Consulting? Yeah, so going way back, I initially, uh, you know, before college even, I, I knew I wanted to work with individual people and I wanted to help people because that's just kind of in my DNA. Um, and so I, I started down the course of actually becoming a therapist or uh, a psychiatrist or a psychologist. And in my junior year, I met uh, a professor at UGA who was a a master's of psychology and a PhD in financial planning. And I found that's that, a great combination. Wouldn't have thought yes, of that, it, but that makes a lot of sense when you think about it. He kind of became a mentor to me and, you know, some of the elements of psychology that it's a little less tangible, right? It's, it's a bit more about feelings and how we process those things. But he said, you know, you're, you're able to change people's lives with your advice and see that change happen. And so I, I basically took one financial planning course and I sort of just fell in love with the subject and I ended up, you know, going the course of becoming an advisor. Um, and then ultimately, like I said, working for a couple of firms uh, for a while until launching my own independent practice so that I could take all the knowledge that I learned and you know, be able to apply it directly to individuals to help them shape their lives. Well, that is a fabulous story behind the story. <laughs> That's a, a good reason to to get into a business <laughs> in any industry. Um, can you tell, speaking of industries, can you tell our listeners about any myths or misconceptions about your industry? Yeah, I definitely think there's a lot um, because uh, the financial industry has been rife with 
um, all sorts of bubbles and scams over time. And there's the question of products and fees and whether it's worth it. You know, it, it gets into a lot of uh, a lot of questions in the consumer's mind. Um, but I think that the the biggest misconception that I found about the modern financial planning industry is that at the core of it, everyone's using a software that they plug your information into, they project it out, and they give you some sort of level of spending that you could potentially, you know, take. But a lot of it is automated. And in order for advisors to be able to, to give all of the, uh, the advice and the management to however, to how many clients they have, it has to be scalable. And sometimes it, it scales so far that they, they lose sight of individual decisions that people can make. Um, a lot of these softwares just assume things like, I'll never sell my house. Well, what if incorporating that in some way helps your plan? It helps you retire earlier or spend more money, have more enjoyment with your family. You know, that there's elements that are missed. And usually these softwares are designed to be very conservative meaning that it ultimately makes people save more money than they need and then spend less than they can in order mm. to keep a certain level of confidence in the plan. But again, if you break it down on the case-by-case -case basis and you really uh, start getting, you know, looking at underlying solutions to solve their exact problems, then a lot of people are better off than they actually think they are. Yeah, well, that's that's actually <laughs> some positive news uh, that people, you know, if they have an individualized plan that's for them, you know, for their specific needs, then that's that is good news that people can spend more than they think. <laughs> that's, they can that's, make it stretch a little bit farther. And mm -hmm. and even research, modern research, current research is showing about retirement spending that the average retiree could spend you know, a couple extra thousand dollars a month. But the reason that they don't is because of a certain element of fear or a certain level of uncertainty. But there's other ways that that can be addressed um, that can enable people to, you know, be a little bit more bold uh, without, you know, putting themselves at risk. Yeah. And that's a fine balance, I would think, you know, and it, especially with, you know, when you're have during uncertain financial times, you know, I can imagine that fear does take hold of a lot of people unnecessarily sometimes. It certainly can. Um, and I mean, you know, we've had sort of a bit of a, of a bear market here recently, but um, markets go up and down, but they tend to always go up over time. And right. so right. as long as you have the discipline to stick with it and you aren't taking, you know, any sort of catastrophic risks, then you know, you can navigate your way through. Well, nice. Well, since we just talked about spending, <laughs> they can spend a little bit more money. <laughs> what are you doing when you're not working, Jason? What do you do for fun in your yeah. personal life? <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I'm married to my wife, Tracy Ann, and we have two, two boys, Noah and Ian, who are five and three. And so I like to spend time with them. Um, and, you know, it's we just came back from a family trip to Orlando. So we went down there and we stayed at a nice resort that had, you know, the swimming pools and the lazy rivers and everything. And everyone had a really great time. Uh, 
the kids' least favorite part was actually going to Disney World. No, that's just not right. <laughs> it was too hot and too much waiting. And my five-year-old asked me to take him home early. And oh, when we got back to the car, he said I was the best daddy in the world. Because you took him home from Disney I took World. Took him home early. from Disney World. You know so, what? That speaks a lot to the hotel that has the lazy river. That they wanted to go back to the hotel <laughs> and get ice cream and get ice cream. Ice cream. But, um, but yeah, I love I love spending family time. And um, my wife has uh, had you know past careers in acting and writing, and so we really actually love to watch TV together. Um, Really good shows and okay, really so character development. I'm going way off script here. Tell me a couple of your favorite shows. So a couple of our favorite shows, I guess it kind of depends on the, the genre, but um give me one of them. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so probably I think one of the most compelling actual TV shows I've ever seen start to finish was probably Watchmen, okay, which I've not seen that one. Um yeah, it, it's kind of um, there. There was a movie that came out a number of years ago, but Watchmen is also a comic book. But they do a really excellent job of crafting the story and also relating it back to certain elements in American history. Okay, um, very good. Do you have and, one um, other? So I would say from a comedy, we've really enjoyed The Good Place, which is with oh, uh, I love it. Yes, <laughs> I was Kristen hoping Bell I would. and Ted Danson, and um, again, just because the writing is very witty and sharp, and I uh, agree, so it can well make written. us laugh even after we've seen it twenty times. I love so. it. I'm the same way, and I love that the episodes are like twenty minutes each. You know, like the really short and brief, and oh gosh, yeah. so well written. I agree. Okay, I figured we would have the same taste in, in one of yeah, those. Yeah, so shows. so we Some like to we like to, sure it's great. <laughs> definitely watch it. Um, but yeah, we like to to break down you know TV and you know character development and and rewatch things and. Uh, you know, a little bit more active TV watching than just something passively on yeah. the background. Yeah, no, I, I like that too. Well, so now we talked about fun. Let's, can you think of a life hardship or challenge that you have overcome that has made you better, like that you have grown from yeah. and you can say now that you're stronger because of having gone through that? So I'd say uh, the one uh, that's probably even the biggest and probably most relevant to our discussion here is actually starting the business because um, I actually decided to start the business. Um, I had thought, I had thought about potentially going independent, but it was essentially January of 2020 before we even knew what COVID was. Like I came back from my essentially first week of the year off and January Immediately, they sat down and they said, we're selling the company to private equity. And I had just gone through that working for another company for seven years. They sold to private equity. Now, I'd worked at this company for four years. Now, they're selling to private equity. And I knew that I wanted to have more control of my clients' options and the advice and not less. And so uh, I drove home and had lunch with my wife and came back to the office and I quit the same day. Wow. You made a decision and went with it. Love it. I had, 
it was sort of just do or die. Like it had to happen in that moment uh, because then there's, they start giving you non-competes and, and yeah. other documents you have to sign that are legal. And so I just immediately called it quits. Um, didn't know COVID was coming. We had a baby due that May, May of 2020. And so quitting my job and basically throwing everything off, you know, into the abyss and, uh, and starting my own, you know, independent company um, was very scary. And it took time to, of course, build back up, but it's given me the ability to guide my clients uh, in the way they deserve to be guided and to give me more freedom and, and autonomy in what I'm doing. So that's allowed me to be able to bring in new solutions that previous companies may not have allowed before because of scaling or because of their system. And so now I can essentially create that truly customized experience. And again, that's why I call it wealth consulting, not just advice or management, but that we're going to really get into the nitty gritty and see how we can make your resources and you know your assets work to enable the life that you want to have. Yeah, I think 2020 was hands down the, the scariest year of, of my professional life as well. And, and, and that's going to resonate with a, with a lot of our listeners, I'm sure. Uh, and, and, you know, I feel like when that is one of the biggest challenges that we face as business owners, you know, to, to go through a career change during that you know, yep. it, it makes for a stronger business. That, and that, having a baby. And yeah, and baby. Ha- <laughs> for sure. I did not have a baby during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be good. <laughs> but uh, so it, 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 but I think that that makes, you know, you're, you're having to, to start your business during trying times, you know, and yeah. you kind of, uh, it, it, I think it helps you to better serve. I can see how that would make you better for it. I had um, to be on the ball for sure. Absolutely. As you know, I can relate. Um, Well, so what is one thing that you wish our listeners knew about your business? So the one thing I wish that people knew about the financial planning industry is you have a lot more choices than you think that you have. This kind of old school mentality of, um, you know, super conservative planning where people, they don't include things like their house, sometimes their biggest asset, or they don't consider how some sort of risk protection like annuities or life insurance to a degree could actually help enable their plan. A lot of people see it as, you know, just one thing, but I think that's because of the industry. Um, Most advisors are basically split into one of two camps. It's the camp of we use investments and we think that's superior or we sell insurance and we think that's a superior way to do it. But in reality, everybody needs a mix of those things uh, that is unique to them and their, their situation. And so I just wish people knew that they weren't boxed in and they knew that there's other ways to achieve what they're looking for. If you think outside the box a little bit. Yeah. And, and that's one area that I think people have a hard time sometimes thinking out of the box, you know, their financial security. So uh, it's great to know that there are a lot more options than, than people think. Well, Jason, what if, if people want to learn more, if they want to reach out, what's the best way that our listeners can get in touch with you? Sure. Well, the best way is just my website, 
eaglewealthconsulting.com. Um, or anyone can always send me an email directly, just jason at eaglewealthconsulting.com. And um, I would love to set up a, you know, a consultation with anyone that has questions, um, even a second opinion. That's oftentimes uh, a very attractive thing. You oh, know, for, you know what? To be able to have. I, I have never thought about that, but that's a, a great suggestion. You know, getting a second opinion about, you know, what your financial roadmap looks like. Hmm, very good. It's, so, especially from someone who's been in the industry for a long time and has seen other advisors, um, you know, approach things from, from different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's a better way to do it. And that you have the flexibility, like you said, that you have more control over your clients, um, you know, diversification or wh whatever the right. correct terminology would be. But, <laughs> you no. know, that you you have you have more flexibility than than some other um, industries or some other um, yep. people in the same industry that that do have more constraints on them. So that's great. More, to know. <laughs> more investment choices, more, um, you know, more. Uh, quality products. And then additionally, you know, specialists that I know that um, can take care of situations that I may not be able to deal with, like specifically not file. I don't file taxes. I'm not an accountant. I don't, I don't, you know, even though I can talk to people and work with people's accountants, but if someone does need a, a reference, you know, I have specialists that I can refer people to that I, I know will do a quality job. Well, that's great. Thanks for being here, Jason. It's been a pleasure. And and that's really all for today's episode, Atlanta. I'm Stacey Risley with the Good Neighbor Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and for supporting the local businesses and nonprofits of our great community. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast North Atlanta. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNP northatlanta.com that's gnp northatlanta.com or call 470-946-7007